Talking with Topher is sponsored by SlowdownClothing.BigCartel.com, NaturalBossNH.com, and New Hampshire Vape Gallery. More on that later. Let's get into the show. I am so glad to be back. Thank you very much, TWT fans, for joining me. This is episode 35 of Talking with Topher, and every episode is just so exciting for me. Seeing all of uh, the audience and the community growing every week is just, well, it's mind-blowing. Mind-blowing for a person like me. Um, You know, I started doing this to help myself and I'm starting to realize that I'm helping others as well. And that's another thing that makes me keep coming back to this every week. Um, If you uh, if you're already watching, subscribing and commenting and thumbs upping and all of that jazz, I have just got to say thank you over and over and over again. I don't think I'll ever have an episode where I'm not super thankful for everybody out there supporting me um, and uh, just helping this podcast grow. So I appreciate all of you and thank you so much. Um, If this is your first time watching, listening, remember to subscribe, hit those like buttons and send your comments. Um, If you don't want to send your comments, but you'd rather write uh, like a, your own story. If you have a story that needs to be heard, or you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard, send it on down to my email. That's right, talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's talking w- with Topher at gmail.com. That's T A L K I N W I T H T O P H E R. Um, I think a lot of people have been uh, misspelling that, and that's my apologies. For some reason, I thought it would be cool not to have a G at the end of talking, so it's talking, um, and that might be my own fault. So if you've already sent out some emails and you're not quite sure why you haven't heard me respond or I haven't read it on the podcast yet, uh, it's because it's talking with Topher, not talking, and... um, uh, so if you go searching for it, any of that stuff, you're not going to find it. I will have it at the bottom of the screen. Um, but send your stories. I came up with a new segment. I thought it was taken off and unfortunately, um, not so much this last week or this week, no one sent any emails. So therefore the segment cannot exist. Um, but I do want you to send your emails Um, And I do look forward to uh, hearing from all of you. Um, I also have links. That's right. You can follow me uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So all of those are available. Go on there. Follow me. um, Send your messages through DM. That's fine, too. Uh, I have been searching them more. Uh, in hopes that uh, maybe the email was a little incorrect. Um, So maybe people were hitting me up through the direct messaging on any of those programs. Um, Unfortunately, the answer is no, so the segment doesn't exist again this week. But that's okay. It's not a big deal. This this is going to take a long time to get to where I wish it was and compared to where it is at. And that's just fine. That's patience, right? 
Got to have patience with everything we do. Um, and then uh, I just hope everybody is enjoying or did enjoy. I hope everybody has enjoyed their uh, Turkey Day, their Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a great time. Um, I know I did. I didn't have to go anywhere. You know, like I said, I went to my grandmother's the Sunday before and then Thanksgiving showed up and uh, it was stay at home and do nothing. Um, so it was nice. You know, we cooked a nice little turkey dinner and, you know, we still kind of ate the same food, but it was just me, the wife and one friend that came over and it was, it was a great time. It was good. So I'm hoping everybody out there had, uh, also an enjoyable time, uh, during their, uh, Thanksgiving. Um, let's see here. I have got something that I, I, I'm a little hesitant to talk about because I don't have a ton of personal experience with it, but I think it's a discussion that I myself um, forget to have, um, and unfortunately, it's uh, suicide. And I know this is not a great subject to touch on. I know um, a lot of people out there have um, dealt with this, um, and and and, but I never. See, when I talked about uh, my mental health and bettering myself, um, even at my worst, I might have told somebody else to hurt me. Um, I may have made threats in the past. Um, actually, the story that I want to tell once I have 100 subscribers, um, you know, I did use it in a threatening manner um, to kind of get what I wanted. So I've used it that way saying that I'm going to hurt myself. Um, and of course I've dealt with, um, people that I've worked with, um, that are unfortunately no longer here because of this situation. Um, but well, very recently, um, I found out that, uh, my wife's cousin, um, I found out he, he, he killed himself. And we got the phone call yesterday. And this is Monday, by the way. Um, rainy, shitty day in New England, but that's okay. We still smile. Um, but yeah, so we got the, my wife got the phone call. <clears throat> and uh, man, it's sad. It's just really sad. I think out of the last 13 years, I met this person maybe five times maybe it could have been closer to three um so i can't say that i had like a great relationship with this person um you know my but my wife you know uh knew him obviously it's her cousin so they they hung out a few times whatever um it was upsetting um it didn't seem to hit her too hard and I think that's because of the you know you, you have people in your family um, and you don't even know that you're in they're they're there uh, unfortunately until they pass sometimes and I'm not saying that's one of those situations but I feel like the the, the distance between them you know my, my wife is a very very um, loving caring person and when 
people die and things go wrong and stuff like that, she she gets very emotional. So when I didn't see a lot of emotion uh, behind her on on this, um, it was it was more the distance in the relationship and the fact that she never really got to know him um, is what I got out of her and. And, and it, that's not an issue or a problem. The issue and the problem are, um, you know, I talk about taking care of our mental and taking care of ourselves to be healthier people. But when I say taking care of my my mental, I'm thinking about getting off my Wellbutrin and getting off of certain medications so that I can figure out whether or not I need them anymore. And I've never been in the position where... I was I was so down that I, I I wanted to kill myself, and I I I I almost feel like I can't talk about this one because I have no personal experience with it, and two, I'm not not a licensed person. Right, right, to be talking about this, but I am always talking about bettering ourselves, doing better, getting your mental health straight, getting your physical health straight, and becoming a healthier person um, to come out the other side of this and just be the be better than who you were before this all happened. And 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 when we got this phone call the other night, it really made me think, like, holy crap, I've never really thought about getting your mental state to the point where you don't take your own life. And I've definitely been down some dark roads, um, uh, but that was never something um, that I heavily thought about. I have thought about it. But when I thought about it, I thought about what it would do to everybody else around me. And that would change my thoughts on everything because then I would realize I I would tell myself that uh, this isn't this isn't where I should be going. Right. Um, It's only going to trouble everybody else. Um, You know, a lot of people say that it's very selfish of the person. Um, to do this to everybody, and I'm—I have no idea what that person was going through. Um, I know that he had a really hard uh, start to his life, and I'm sure things were not easy. Um, you know, during his teenage years, I want to say he was around 25, and that's another reason I'm bringing it up. Because, well, he was just too young. I remember when I was 25, and, man, it was, wasn't was good. I got my second DUI when I was 25. Um, but, just made, it made me feel, like, bad. Like, I wish there was something I could do to help, um... Well, not only that person, but anybody out there dealing with this. I I mean, I can't. I know I can't. I can just 
tell you what I think and you can listen to me if you want to or not. And then, you know, you make a decision, but this is just something that I I feel like we all deal with or have dealt with, you know, um, you know, unfortunately I knew, um, the, the, I knew a person that I worked with um, back in the day, and unfortunately, he's no longer with us either, and I think it was about two years now, um, and, you know, he was struggling with things, uh, things weren't going right in his life, and, um, you know, he ended it in his car in the parking lot of the business, and... He left behind two girls and a wife. And, you know, everything was really hard for all of them in the beginning, obviously, because it was just before Christmas. It confuses the girls. It confused everybody. I mean, that was a really brutal situation. And, you know, we have a, like, well, we canceled it this year, but we usually do, like, a charity run, you know, for suicide um, in the spring, and uh, one of the re- one of the main reasons we started doing it was because of him. Um, so you know, we we do a small part to bring focus to this problem. Um, but man, this this phone call really brought it home. I don't think I've had any family members, um, you know, end it. I don't, I don't know. I don't think there's a nice way to put this. I'm trying to be PC and I just don't think it's going to work. So I'm going to do my best and I apologize if I offend anybody. I'm not trying to, I'm just trying to bring light to this subject because this is the worst time of year for a lot of people. And right now with COVID and, and, and suicide and depression and all of the numbers being up, it makes me really realize that this is a this is bigger than uh, uh, me. You know, it's bigger than you. Um, this is huge. And we got a lot of people stuck at home right now. They're getting super depressed. They're without a job. They're worried about whether or not they're going to lose their friggin' roof over their head. And instead of dealing with that, now they're killing themselves. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know about you, but this is something that I didn't think about. Because... Well, I, I, I thought about everything a little bit differently and I did what I needed to and now I don't have to think about these things anymore. So uh, that's me. I don't live in a, an apartment building, um, you know, uh, 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 you know, um, maybe I, 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 I have a good job. Um, you know, some people had a decent job that was taking care of the bills and now that job's gone and it's closed and it's never coming back. And so I can see where all the, all the, all the problems lie. I can see how people would want to, um, just give up. Um, of course I've, I've, I mean, I've given up on things, you know, um, I've definitely thrown in the towel a few times on something I've been doing or trying. And I realized that it wasn't exactly the right thing to do. I should have followed through. I should have finished it out. I, sh- I should have, but I didn't. I gave up. 
And I think that's a human reaction. You know, you just tell yourself it's over and you, and you give up. And I know that makes, you know, makes me a little bit weak, but I've learned from that. I've grown from that. And now I don't. And that's what I want to try and help uh, uh, anybody out there that's listening right now. Um, uh, I want I want you to realize you're not alone in this. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of people that are homeless right now. There is hundreds of thousands of people without jobs that are probably losing their homes soon. Um, so even though um, he was troubled, and uh, I mean, I don't know if this was known, you know, I don't know if there was an opportunity to help him. I will just say that there was never something said to me or my wife about it. So um, I feel like if I had known or if there was something we could have done, we would have done it. We would have made the phone calls. We would have gone where needed to visit. Um, you know, I always try to do everything that I can to help always um and but now he's no longer with us um and um you know we're gonna have to prepare for that um unfortunately there'll probably be services um and, you know and uh this is just something that we're gonna carry with us um for the years to come now um every every what, what whenever we go and we we uh uh bury them or whatever they do. All right. I, I'm planning on being cremated. That's why I say whatever they do. I, I plan on being in an urn on a fucking shelf in my house. That's what I plan on. But my wife can put me in an urn and throw me off a cliff for all I know. You know what I mean? It's a, it doesn't really matter what happens to the remains after, um, um, in, in, in a sense. So, but we're always going to be reminded of this year after year from here on out. And I don't think, um, you know, I know that the person is mentally struggling. And I'm not saying this person. I'm saying all, all, all the people, everybody out there that's struggling with this um, is who I'm trying to reach right now. I want you to know that there, there, is, there is always something that can be done. I, I, I have put myself in such bad situations where I have been like, I am screwed. I'm never getting out of this. My life is over and you bounce back and it seems really bad and it's harsh right now. You may not have, I don't know. You're, you're, you're I, I, I'm stuck at home with my wife. Okay. And we haven't killed each other in nine months. Other people are stuck at home by themselves that's got to be very hard. I don't think I would have been able to do that, but I don't know because I wasn't stuck in that situation. Um, other people might be stuck at home and being at home was the worst case scenario because going to school or going to work and doing those things was their escape from their household. That is also true today. Um, you know, child abuse, um, uh, domestic disputes all up because of COVID. So there is, there's so much stuff going on. There is just so much, but I do not believe when you or I look at ourselves and go, 
Ah, shit. Uh, it's over. My life is over. That is the incorrect answer. It's not over. It's definitely uh, maybe halted or on pause um, for sure. Any of those things. But it's not over. Um, and there's always ways to get help. And I understand that uh, that with this mental... I don't even know if it's an issue. I don't even know what the fuck it is. Is it just so much depression and uh, disappointment in in yourself? I I don't know what brings this on. Like I said, I've used it as leverage. I've been like, ah, you don't do this. I'm going to kill myself. So I've been one of those people. Um, But I've never actually, like, thought about offing myself, which is why I was a little hesitant about talking about this. But this is, I feel like it's so important because, yeah, we're all struggling financially. We're all struggling, um, you know, with being locked up and all this shit and being stuck at home. But what about the people that can't handle that part of it? And I'm not saying anybody's weaker than the next person. But everybody has their own threshold, right, of how much pressure you can take. Before you give up, before you snap, right? There's all kinds of different uh, pressures for everybody. And unfortunately, whatever was pressuring this person, um, well, the pressure won. And, and that makes that made me sad to know that somebody so young, who had a lot of life in front of them got to the point where they said they can't do this anymore and it would be easier if I just wasn't here. And I got sad for that. I got sad for that. I got sad for my wife. I was sad for my mother-in-law because this is tough. This is hard to deal with. Um, you know, this is somebody, you know, that, that, that had a future, you know, this person had a future and it's no longer there and it's just really sad. And I just, I wanted to talk about it because it is serious and it is going on today and it is, the numbers are growing. All right. The numbers are growing, and I really feel like it's something we all need to acknowledge um, and um, do what you can. This is why I said earlier, you know, there's, there's, there's people on all different spectrums of this quarantine, lockdown shit, and um, some people are not doing as good as others. And now that we can't see each other as much or we're choosing not to still see people because, you know, some people are just gotten so afraid of the fear porn that they literally believe everything. So they're they're so scared that they won't even leave the house anymore. And I'm not saying that's bad. This is that that's exactly what the news was made to do. That's exactly their whole entire point is to get you to that point where you will not even leave your house. 
So this is why I said weeks ago that we need to be calling these people. You know, if it was if you had a group of people that you literally saw I'd say 3 months out of the year, right? So we've all got close friends that we see every week, right? So those people we stay in close contact with, we're on the phone almost every day with them. Um, you know, close contact. You're still keeping that, you know, one once or twice a week thing going, but now you're not getting together. But then there was the people that would show up, um, the, the mutual friends, um, and, and then they would, we would all show up for, say, 4th of July events or uh, uh, Christmas events, which is not happening this year. No one's going to do a Yankee swap, which is kind of sad. I do look forward to the Yankee swaps, even though sometimes they're very, very silly and somebody always buys a poor-ass gift. And it, But it's fun, and it will be missed. Um, you know, I forgot. But, yeah, so, um, you know, those people, too, you got to keep in contact with them. And I'm not saying that you you, you need to go as, as long as three months. I try to up mine a little bit uh, more um, just so because there, because when we saw each other, we saw each other. You know what I mean? And now that's not happening. So I figured a couple extra calls a month. That's a good way to do it. Just a couple extra text messages. But you need to. You need to check in on everybody. And I, I, I and it's not like I'm saying, uh, well, I guess I am. I'm saying, like, this is your job. I do this all the time. Like, if I want to see my parents, I have to call them. I got to go see them. If I want to see my sister, I got to call her. I got to go see her. I've got to put in the work because, well, my parents aren't going to come see me. It would be nice, but it's not going to happen. My sister's got kids and a whole bunch of bullshit going on in her life. So if I want to see her and the, and the kids, I, I got to make all these efforts. I got to do these things. I have to put in the work and go see them. And now I got to put in the work with my friends to make sure everybody's doing okay. Because I don't want anybody to be struggling at all. But I also want them to know if they are struggling, they have somewhere where they can lean. Right? So all of these things are super important. They're important in building relationships. They're important for keeping friends. And I'll tell you, it makes me feel good to be able to do this for people because I was not a person that you could lean on. I was not a person that you could talk to. I was a piece of shit alcoholic who only gave a fuck about himself. Nobody else, just myself. And as long as I was getting drunk and having a grand old time, I didn't give a fuck what anybody was doing, and I didn't care about anybody because I was taking care of myself. And to have this switch, I don't know if it was a switch. I don't know. When I got rid of the alcohol, something flipped in me. And as I get 
further and further away from alcohol, I feel better and stronger, and I feel that I can finally make a difference. So now I'm showing everybody that I'm someone that you can turn to, you can talk to, we, you, can, you, can, you can cry on my shoulder if you need to, and that makes me feel really good because even though I can't do something, do something, listening, talking, and being there, whether it's on the phone or in person, means the world usually to the person on the other end. I know when I have to talk about something and I get to get it out, whoever is in front of me, that's the person I'm most thankful for. For allowing me to speak, for listening to me, and then just hearing my problems. You don't have to fix them. I just want somebody to hear them. Why? Because we need to get this out. It needs to come out. Everything that's coming out of my mouth right now is everything I've been thinking about for the last 24 hours. You know? It's just... We got to get it out. We got to talk about it. The more we sit on it, the more you just keep it in your own mind, the more it builds up, the worse it gets, and the harder to deal with it. It It makes it harder to deal with. So, even though this is tough to talk about, and it does make me sad, um... It really does. It's very sad. It's very unfortunate that this happens and that it happened to this person. Because I, I may have only met the person a couple times, but not a bad person. And that's what makes it sad. You know, everybody has a chance. Mm. And I know it's the right of the person to give up. I get it. I'm not saying it's not. I just think that we need to talk about it a little bit more. And maybe if there was a way we could have reached out something. I'm not saying that like I'm holding on to this and I could have fixed them. I'm just saying I wish... They have been given the opportunity to possibly say something, uh, to talk to the person, to anything, anything at all. You know, maybe there was a family gathering we didn't make it to one year, and I, I kind of wish we were. You know what I mean? You just make all this shit up in your brain. You start going over things, and there was. It, it's possible that there was absolutely nothing that could have been done. But sometimes you think, hey, well, now I'm, I'm more aware. So maybe now I can hold it upon myself a little bit to ask more questions. Instead of going to an event 
which I don't I don't even know if we're doing them anymore. But when when we get back to those things, when, but when you go to an event, a family thing, you know, you'll you'll walk around and you'll you'll say hi to everybody, blah 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 blah, blah. and then twenty minutes after you're in the party, you pick your selected group, right? We all do it. We 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 pick that group, and then we stick with that group. I mean, I went to a wedding. You know, uh, weeks, months ago, whatever the fuck it was. And everybody had their own table. And everybody stayed at that table because everybody felt comfortable in those groups. Well, maybe it's my responsibility. Or maybe I'm making it my responsibility from now on to walk those tables. Talk to those people. Because even though it was a wedding, so there's friends and family, it was mostly family for this one because of COVID. So, and I still stuck to my table. I, I, I literally did not start thinking this way until last night. <clears throat> so, I'm starting to think to myself, well, instead of going to the party or going wherever and, and, and saying hello to everybody and then just disappearing into my comfortable group, uh, I think it's time for me to pull myself out of that and go talk to the people I don't normally talk to. Um, go, go, you know, maybe there's somebody sitting by themselves. Sit down with them instead of sitting at the group table and having them looking in. Maybe I should go sit with them and talk to them and see what's going on. You know, um, uh, the, they may just look at me and be like, I just want to be alone right now and, and that's fine you may get pushed back or pushed away but you put in the effort and I think that's where I'm starting to put myself is I want to put myself in the position to put in effort um, and check on the people I don't normally check on and um, see how everybody is doing you know um, any little bit you can help. I, I just, I had a friend call me the other day and he needs a reference so he can get a job. Done, dude. Done. Not a problem. If that's the, if that's the least I can do to help you, done. Done. Worked with him in the past, worked with him, you know, and it's just, he's a great person to work with. And he really needed my help. So little things like that go a long way. Right? So like I said, I, I, I apologize for, you know, I know uh, for talking about such a dark subject. But I think we need to think about this. And we all need to look around and see what we can do to help. I know I'm going to. You know, uh, I'm hoping the walk will come back next year. Um, I'm going to look into some stuff because this is serious and it's sad. And I don't, I mean, you can't stop it, obviously. But if I can stop it from, if I can do a little bit to help stop it. Then isn't that better than doing nothing? I think it is. 
slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Again, that is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. If you are looking for some beautiful prints for these holiday gifts that you're given this year, I suggest you go and check these guys out. They have got some of the best stuff I wear personally and have seen. I love the prints that Tony Savaro does on all of his stuff. Um, they've got phenomenal printed t-shirts. They've got neck gaiters. Women out there, you want some new leggings? These things are tight. I'm telling you, from the ankle to the upper thigh, they have wonderful, beautiful prints. You need a winter hat? Slowdown's gotcha. And then, of course, they just came out with brand new uh, gloves. Yeah, these things are great. I just saw them on Instagram this morning. I'm very excited about them. Um, but they look like they're going to be great. Uh, snow blowing, shoveling, dirt biking, whatever you're doing. I'm sure these gloves are going to be great. They got grips underneath on the fingers. Uh, they got the Velcro across the wrists, wrist. So they're great, you know, like mechanics gloves. So you can use these for pretty much anything you want. And what if uh, the little one you're looking for this year wants a skateboard? Go down to these guys. I'm telling you, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Get your little one a skateboard this year. Yeah, these decks are friggin' sweet, man. So, again, if you're looking for new t-shirts, new gift ideas, maybe some new gloves for the winter, um, this is where to go. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Again, that is slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And if you need to know how to spell it, it'll be at the bottom of the screen. Naturalbossnh.com. That's right. N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Are you looking for a great hand sanitizer? Maybe something so that you don't have uh, dry skin? Well... I got two wonderful products that I use personally, and I get them at naturalbossnh.com. They have the best hand sanitizer I have ever used. I am telling you, I would not lie to you. I use this stuff every day, in and out of stores, before I start driving, before I touch my face after I've been shopping. I live by this stuff. It's a phenomenal product. It smells great, and it works Phenomenal, making sure that my hands are not sticky when they touch the steering wheel and keeping me COVID and flu free. I love it, and I love knowing that my hands are clean as well. Uh, their salve is phenomenal. It really helps with my dry skin. I get it on the back of my neck, so now if it's a cold, frosty morning, I'll put a little bit of the salve on my neck before I leave the house, and voila, it is great. Cold air is hitting the back of my neck, and no dry skin, no no crackly feeling, no nothing. It's great. I love it. So get yourself some salve. And uh, let's say you need some lip balm. Well, they just came out with that. Uh, you doing um, no shave November going into December? Or maybe you just don't shave in general and you like to keep a beard on your face. Well, they have a phenomenal beard oil as well. Um, two different scents and same great result. Um, then you have a Body and foot soak. So this is great. If you have a bathtub, I don't. So I don't get to use the uh, body soak. But if you're at home and you get to put it in your bath, um, you're going to have a great experience with it. As well as uh, just being able to do a foot soak 
which is always nice. You know, you get that little thing uh, with the water and the bucket and the vibration under the feet, and you put the salt in there, and boom, lifting off into relax land. It is a great. They're all great products. They're all made locally here in New Hampshire. So go to naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com today. Get your hand sanitizer, get your salve, or get one of any of their wonderful five products today. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings. This shop has everything, and I am telling you this because I personally work there, and I help people all the time. I am there to help you out. If you are looking to upgrade a device, I'm there. Ask me. I'm going to tell you what you need. I'm going to help you get into that new device. Maybe you're just looking to quit smoking cigarettes for the first time and you have no idea what you need. Well, I'm going to be there to help you as well. We both will. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is there to answer all of your questions and to make sure that we have everything that you need in stock every day. And with the holidays coming, well, it'll be a great time to get that person that you wanted off of cigarettes, a brand new device. So come on in. We'll help you help them. Um, speaking of devices, I got some of the best devices that I've seen in a long time. These things keep getting smaller and smaller. This is the brand new uh, RPM uh, 80. Um, this is a great device. It runs off of the RGC coil, which is amazing. That means real game changer, by the way. Um, and it is a game changer. I'm, I'm vaping 35 nicotine out of this device. I'm getting huge clouds and it's just, it, it, it's amazing. They're great, great devices. And these disposables that we carry, look at this. Escobar just came out with three new flavors to their double X line. They are amazing. The blue Raz is fire. They came out with a spearmint, so many flavors, 150 different ones It's to speak of hanging on my wall and i definitely got over a hundred different flavors on my shelves for salt nick and freebase juice so again this is new hampshire vape gallery we're located at 180 lafayette road in seabrook new hampshire down the street from home depot and next to smoke rings feel free to give us a call 603-814-4171 and we are open seven days a week from 10 30 to 8 p.m you can come in our store provided you wear a mask, and I look forward to seeing you there. And now, back to the show. Well, let's have some fun, all right? I, I know, I'm sorry. Dark, 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 and uh, all of a sudden, boop, we're going to have some fun. I don't know. I'm all over the place. I did script this one out a little bit better. Um, but I wanted to talk about the fights because... I'm actually curious to know how many people paid for a sparring match. I, I couldn't do it. Um, I, I found out it was a draw after the fact. I found out. Oh, so if you haven't watched it yet, I apologize for the spoiler alert. But yeah, it was a draw. Um, California commissions, athletic commissions would not allow them to have a full fight. So that's why it was an expedition or whatever they call it. Um, and it wound up being a draw. Well, what the hell else are you going to get out of a sparring match besides a draw, especially when they're not allowed to knock each other out? I heard it was very entertaining. I heard it was really good. 
Um, I heard the YouTube guy fucking came out of nowhere, had a great KO. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure the card itself was decent. Um, but I was so hyped up on this Mike Tyson thing. I wanted to see him unleashed. And I found out it was a sparring slash no knockout type of thing probably at the beginning of the week. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. And uh, just just curious how many people actually watched it. I heard it was entertaining, but it was just, got it. It pissed me off that they weren't going to be able to go at it. And it pissed me off enough where I didn't pay for it. Now I'm just listening to the aftermath and all the fights um, coming up. So, but I don't know. I just, God damn it. Why didn't they let him fight? Why didn't they let him fight? They're 53, 54 year old men. I think if right. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. They could be 56 for all. Fuck all I know, but I don't understand why they couldn't just fight. I wanted to see a fucking knockout. You, I don't know about you, but I really wanted to see Tyson fucking just go crazy. So, I don't know. I was bummed out, but I heard it was a good time, good card, and the YouTube guy took off. So, that's great. I'm I'm happy for him because uh, I heard very negative things about where that was going to go. So, I'm glad he turned it around and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, picked himself up there. So, great. That's great. And uh, I hope everybody en- enjoyed them this weekend. And uh, I hope you got your money's worth. I really do. Uh, I don't feel like uh, I would have gotten my money's worth. But I've been told a little bit different. Um, let's see. What else I got going on? I have got... Uh, oh. I listen, I listen to a lot of podcasts, um, and, um, the reason, one of the reasons I, I, have been doing this is because one, I I don't watch the news, uh, except for local when I get home at, at, at night, maybe when the wife gets home, we'll throw it on. Um, and, uh, I don't really care for CNN. I don't care for Fox. I don't care for any news organization today. Um, I prefer to, um, read articles and then of course you have to fact check the fucking person that wrote it. And then you want to fact check the business that they wrote it for. And so you do a lot of fact checking. So I kind of got sick of all that, but I love when, uh, podcasts hit home. I love when podcasts touch on subjects and then you can go in and you can, uh, verify those things. And I think, Um, you know, that's definitely one of the things that's really helped me do this was seeing, uh, you know, so many people in the podcast world, um, with their ums and their ahs and the the stalls and, um, the bad editing. And I was like, dude, I could totally do this. I think I could do this. And listening to them, uh, over and over and over again is, is actually where I've learned to speak, believe it or not. Um, when I was drinking, I wouldn't be able to do this one because I couldn't talk. I mean, my wife was literally considered my translator for many, many years 
even up until recently, um, I would say something and she would chirp in behind me because you could see the expression on the person's face. They had no idea what I was saying. And she would be like, oh, no, he meant this. And then they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. What you said makes no sense. And I'm like, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, and, and, and of course, now that um, I feel I'm getting a little bit better at speaking, um, getting a little bit better at uh, thinking before I speak, which is something I was not very good at, and being capable of doing this every week is really helping me exercise um, the way I speak. Um, because the way I spoke was horrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. But so I listen to a ton of podcasts because I love hearing um, the different sides of things. And um, one of the ones that I, I, I listened to was with uh, Tim Dillon on Sunday. And um, he had uh, this woman, something Owens on. That is a wild, wild conversation. And to hear her thoughts and stuff, and she's super right. Um, so definitely not a lot of stuff that I agreed with. Um, but that's why I listened to it, right? And that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Sorry, long route. Um, but I love hearing the difference. Like, I don't, I, I don't always want to listen to people that have the same opinion as me or um, I want to listen to, I want to listen to the people that don't have it, that don't have the same opinion as me, that don't have the same views that I view. Um, I want all that difference because it allows me to think differently because I'm not married to my thoughts. I never, I, I was. I was really married to my thoughts, but that was back in my drinking days. I thought I knew what was going on. And now today, uh, without the drinking, interrupting everything, and me realizing that I don't know shit, uh, has really opened me up to listen to everyone. Whether you're full right, you're full left, you're somewhere in between, it doesn't fucking matter to me. You could believe in God, not believe in God. Uh, believe in aliens, believe in flatter. It doesn't matter to me. I want to hear your, anybody's opinion. I want to listen to all of them. I can't listen to everybody, but I want to listen to people I disagree with. And that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed this, uh, podcast on Sunday was because even though, um, she doesn't speak a lot of what I agree with. They weren't bad things. And I was like, son of a bitch. You know, it kind of opens you up. So I encourage more people to listen to people you don't agree with, which is why I don't agree with the cancel culture. And this will give me my next point. But the cancel culture only wants to hear what makes it feel good doesn't want to hear anything else. I mean, granted, we're canceling uh, rapists and we're canceling this and we're can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So there's some good things in there getting canceled. I get it. But when you start canceling people because you just disagree with them, well, that can't be happening. You want to listen to other people's stories. You want to hear something that doesn't agree to what 
your full thought is. Because they might touch on part of it, but they might be different on a different part. But that should... What it does for me is, is it allows me to go, hmm, interesting. I didn't think of it that way. You know what I mean? So it opens up these little doors and it, and it helps me think differently. And I don't know what is going on right now with everybody out there, but this is not happening. And it should be. With the way the internet is, the access to everything, the the ease, excuse me, the ease of putting this all online. Um, you know, nobody's here to interrupt me. That's why I try to do the best that I can and not just go off on these long things and tell you I know what I'm talking about because I feel like that is a false representation of myself. I mean, if I was on here telling you about flat earth and I believe in it and all this other stuff, I probably have three and a half million subscribers. My videos probably would have been seen 300,000 times and I'd be lying. I'd be doing it just for that. And I can't do that. That's something that I can't do um, on, on a, um, the hell is that word? It just makes me feel dirty, right? Doing things for clicks or trying to make a viral video, but we all know that a viral video just goes viral. You can't actually, I don't know. Can you produce a viral video? I don't think you can. I think they just go viral. Like it's just the video that went viral, you know, and people are like, I wish I thought of that. And it's like, well, that's why it went viral because it just happened. You know, and it's more natural. That's why I like to be honest on this podcast and tell you that I'm a moron and tell you I don't know what I'm talking about. But I will tell you how I feel. And I will tell you that I'm going to try and do better. I'm going to be a better person. I want to be there for other people now that I've taken care of my own shit and cleaned up my own shit. It's time for me to pass this on, you know, and and try to help out as many other people out there as possible. Um, and I think listening to different people's perspectives will help us all. You don't want to hide everything. And that, and that, that's like the problem with Twitter, the problem with Instagram and YouTube and demonetizing certain things burying them, making sure you can't find them. Uh, it's just not the way it should be. We should be able to have access to everything, whether we agree with it or don't agree with it. Now, if it breaks the platform's logistics, then fine. You know, but telling us we can't friggin' swear until 10 minutes into a podcast is fucking ridiculous. And it makes me angry. And I don't understand it. I already clicked the thing that says not for kids. So that should be highlighted. And if the cli- if a kid clicks on it, that's not my fucking problem. That's the parents' problem. And the problem is that we don't put any of this shit on parents. We have to blame it on whatever we're using. I don't understand that. You don't want your kid on the fucking phone. Don't give them your fucking phone. 
Don't start giving them the phone. And if you don't want them to have a phone, don't give it to them until they hit an age that you feel is appropriate. But you can't get mad at the kid for wanting the phone over and over and over again if you're constantly giving the kid the phone. We all know that they're highly addictive and we all have problems as fucking adults staying off of them. So it's probably not the best suited for the kids. I'm just saying, instead of TVs in the back seats, uh, give them a game to play. I used to fucking, we used to do a license plate guessing game. We used to do blue and red cars. I don't fucking know. There was punch buggy. Um, hey, granted, we still got bored in the backseat. We still flipped out. We still made lots of noise. Dad had to pull over the car, got smacked around a few times, but that was life. And I dislike when people look back on that stuff and they're like, oh, this was wrong. Was it? When I got my ass beat with a cabinet door, was my dad really wrong for doing that? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. In fact, a lot of the shit that happened to me when I was a kid, granted, made me who I am today, probably also helped with me fucking up my life a little bit. But today, I appreciate everything my parents did for me. Even the stuff that's looked upon as horrible. Now, I'm not saying beat your kids. I get it. But I was the asshole on the countertop with baggy pants. And I'm the one that jumped off like an asshole. Had my pants get caught on the handle of the door, broke it off, and then what did I do? I took that cabinet door, and I put it back in place as best as I could, and I shut it. And the pressure of the springs and the door against the wood caused the cabinet door to stay on. Now, here's where it falls apart. This cabinet door to the liquor in the house for my dad. So what happens when dad comes home after a day of work? And me and my sister are in our bedrooms and doing our homework or whatever the hell we're doing. Well, my dad comes in my door with the cabinet door. And I don't remember if there was questions. Probably was. Did you break this? I don't know if I said yes. I probably said no. I was always lying. Always lying. If I could lie, I would lie. I never wanted to tell the truth. And then I got to feel how that cabinet door felt a couple times. Now, I'm not saying I know what I'm doing, but I put my knees up. So he was hitting my knee, my knee and my leg. He wasn't, like, hitting me in the face. And... That taught me a few things. Taught me, one, really don't like pissing off my dad. It taught me that I need to have more respect for people's shit. Um, 
And it just, I feel like it made me a stronger person. I really do. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if this is true or not, but it made me feel like a stronger person. So, even though things have changed, even though everything is different, we still need to hold people accountable. Um, we still need to discipline, right? And this all stems, I believe, from listening to different people. Because if you're only listening to the people around you, then you're always going to have the same thoughts. And when I was younger and I got hit whenever. Well, I always said to myself, that's exactly how I'm going to take care of my kids. Because as I got older, I felt like it worked. Even though I also felt like it didn't work. Because I was more resistant. I was not resistant. Uh, hmm. Begins with an R2. Maybe I had it right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But like, it would make me resist. It would make me push people away. It would make me uh, double down and just do what I'm doing and not put any thought into it. But I also believe that was the alcohol. So all these things work together. And I believe that one of the things that has really, really helped me is listening to different people, different people's perspectives, different people's ideas, and not my own, not what I always have known. Because I, I possibly, if I did have kids it, and I was still drinking... I have a very good idea of how that would have gone. Because when I was drinking and I'm raising a puppy, that dog today has fucking panic issues. He has high anxiety as soon as I raise my voice. And that makes me sad every time I see him like that. Every time... Me and my wife are having a conversation. Now, mind you, in the last year and a half, conversations in this house are actually conversations. They are no longer me yelling and screaming and then causing my wife to yell and scream as well because I'm too busy yelling and screaming. She can't get in a word. Okay. This was all happening. And because of that, my dog is really screwed up. And this is the same dog I almost punched for chewing a plant, you know. And I did a lot of those things thinking it was the right thing to do. And now I realize that I needed to change my way of training the other dog and now I get to see the result of what it's like with the other one 
without, well, I'd have to say he missed about 80% of the yelling. It was probably a small window. I mean, he is five now, so I had him for probably six or seven months before I stopped drinking. So, eight months. So, I was drinking for about eight months. And then, drinking was gone. And then, there was work to be done. And now, I'm here. And, so, my other dog, if I start raising my voice, he doesn't get as as upset. He doesn't get the same way as my first dog. And I'm like, man, what if I had had a kid, you know, and I have to think about that. I have to think about that because I mean, no, I guess I don't have to think about that. Right. I didn't have a kid, but I do. I think about it. I'm like, what the fuck would have happened if we had had a kid when I wanted to have a kid? which was at 35, which is six years ago now. Would that, would that kid be just as fucked up as my, my oldest dog, you know? And I, and that's one of the other reasons why I'm kind of happy that it didn't happen because I was not in a state of mind to even take care of a dog, Right. I believe that. So, I don't know. I, I, I tailspin on this one. I went all over the place. But I think you need to listen to different people's perspectives. Listen to people you don't agree with. I think that's super important. Um, because if you're always agreeing with what you're watching, <clears throat> you're, not, you're, not, you're not expanding yourself. You're not, you're not growing. Um, and you need to listen to people you don't agree with so that you can trigger some new thoughts and some new ideas. That's what I believe. Um, let's see here. That was my personal story. Uh, we're on one hour in. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Fun fact. I just learned this. I don't know if this is new information or not, but I am a direct result of this. Um, uh, false. It's not a prediction. All right, let me just get to the point. So, if you have ever been diagnosed, this is for people my age who were diagnosed with ADD, ADHD. I was diagnosed with it when I was 12 or 13. So, that's 1993, 2003, I think. Shit. I'm always off on my years. So, I'm going to go with, well, 93, I was 13. Yeah, 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 13, 14. So, perfect, perfect, 93. So if you were diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, and I heard this on Dr. Drew, all right, so bear with me. I listen to him a lot. I like, I like the way he's comforting. So, um, But if you were diagnosed with ADD or ADHD, it was, and it was false, like mine was, the diagnosis for ADD and ADHD is a diagnosis for alcoholism. Now I have not looked into this. All right, I haven't I haven't done any information on it, but I was blown away. 
because I always thought I had ADD, ADHD because they told me I did. Then they would give me medication and shit didn't do anything, but I was a full-blown alcoholic by the time I was 21. So, what they're saying is, is if you were diagnosed with that and it was a false diagnosis, which you should have figured out by the medication that they gave you because if you took the medication and you became a zombie, it worked. You had ADD or ADHD. I think they're one and the same now. But if you took the medication and you went further off the fucking walls, like I did, that is a false uh, 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 thing. So it was, a, it was a false diagnosis, which was actually a sign that I have, I, I could have or have major alcoholism. It just blew my mind. I thought it was crazy. Like I said, I got to do more research. I got to look into this stuff. Um, but I was like, what is this? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. So this entire time, we could have uh, figured out I was an alcoholic. And uh, we could have nipped it in the butt. But because they were like, no, no, no. He just has ADD, ADHD. He's just a wild child. So he needs these. Um I was like, no way. So I'm going to look more into this. Um, I, I wanted to throw it out there because I know there's more people like me out there. I know there is. <clears throat> Back in the 90s, man, we were everybody had ADD. Everybody fucking had ADD. I mean, they're still saying it today, but not as much as they were when we were uh, when I was a kid. So look into that. Um, if you've already got a, uh, an alcohol problem and and same thing happened to you. Um, yeah, I'm going to tell you right now. You, Yeah. Yeah, might need some more help. Okay. Um, so I want everybody to look into that and check that out and see if you fall under those guidelines because I did. <laughs> Man, I almost wish that they did find out, you know, but I'm so glad I'm here today. And I would... I do not believe I would be right here today if they figured it out. You know what I mean? As much as I wish they had figured it out, I'm glad I lived through all of this. And live being a very, very fine word or thin word. Mm, I'm not sure. But really glad that, you know, I didn't want, didn't hurt myself. Uh, didn't kill myself and didn't kill anybody else in the process of me growing up because the likeliness of any of those one, those three things happening very, very likely with my recklessness. But, um, uh, let's see here. So I think that's it guys. That's it. This is Monday, right? We're recording on time. Um, Thanksgiving's behind us. So if you made it through the holidays without a drink or without a drug, pat yourself on the back, keep it going. All right. And just remember, uh, please subscribe, hit the like buttons, uh, send your comments and send the emails out. I really want to hear from everybody. Um, talking that's T A L K I N with Topher at gmail.com and just send your story. Or if you know somebody who has a story that needs to be heard, please send that. Um, you saw how I read out the email. 
couple weeks ago, and I will do the exact same thing for you unless you specifically want the shout out. Otherwise, no one's going to know anything. I'm just telling another story. It's just not mine. And I think that even though I've got some stories, I don't have a shit ton of stories. I actually realized that I don't have as many as I thought I did. Um, but I do have more. Um, I'm just holding off on them. I want to hear from more people. I want to touch on tighter, tougher subjects. And I'm really gearing up to get ready for um, for interviews. Um, and actually having some conversations. So it's still a work in progress. Um, everything is right now. So I'm trying the, my best. People are busy, you know, so we'll, 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 I will get this all put together and, um, I'm just glad you're all along for the ride. So don't forget to follow me on TikTok, Snapchat, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right. Links are on the screen. Uh, and, and, and that's it guys. I appreciate everybody who's already watching, listening, and commenting don't forget to tell your friends pass this thing along um like i said when i get to 100 subscribers and i know that's not a lot but for somebody like me that's a ton um i'm gonna tell my story of uh how i was playing with some firearms and got myself in some trouble so if you want to hear this story tell people pass it along get them to subscribe and um this has been talking with topher Hope everybody has a great rest of their week. Enjoy your weekend, and I'll talk to you later.